listening to Earth Oddity, a weekly odyssey into all the oddity planet Earth has to offer. And now, serving it up are Christopher Tiny Sullivan and John Wong. Hey everybody, welcome to Earth Oddity Podcast. My name's John, this is Tiny. Hello. And we're happy to be here. We are. Yeah. In the daylight. With the light on. With the light on, because at some point... It got too romantic last week. <laughs> that sun's going down. That sun's going to go down. How was your week? It was fun. Good. Uh, Libby broke her wrist. We talked about it uh, before we went on air. Bummer. You've already heard the prayer request and everything else. But just yeah. so everybody knows, my daughter broke her wrist trying to become a cheerleader. I'm sure that it just slipped her mind. I don't want her to get her feelings hurt. I'm willing to sign her cast. Okay. She didn't ask me, sure. but I assume that right. maybe she was just embarrassed, you know, coming up to a local celebrity. Sure. And asking for an autograph. Maybe we just stick yeah. an Earth Oddity sticker on it. <laughs> there we go. She'd love that. <laughs> she does have <laughs> one of her friends at school on Thursday wrote on her hand, like drew like a picture or something. So we assume that's underneath the cast still. Okay. It'd be interesting to see what that looks like <laughs> in six weeks. So, um, but yeah, she was, uh, Libby has decided that she wanted to be a cheerleader. Now, Libby has never done any athletic endeavor unless you count dance as an athletic endeavor. Which, I, I mean, mean it, it takes athleticism. Right. I don't I know agree. if I would say it's a sport. No, she wanted to play softball once until we played catch in the backyard and got hit with a softball. Mm-hmm. Done. Don't want anything to do with it anymore. She wanted to play volleyball once until she hurt her hand hitting the ball. She decided she wanted to do cheerleading. She's got some friends that are going to be cheerleaders at the middle school. And the requirement is you have to know the little routine, which she already knows, and you have to be able to do a back handspring. So Deidre's like, well, we'll contact some friends of ours who work with the cheerleaders at the university. Already way ahead of me because my <laughs> solution would have been like, we're going to pull up about 15 YouTube videos yeah, about how to do a backhand spring, and that's how we're going to learn. <laughs> and we find us, they connect us with a sweet little girl that's a cheerleader at Bama, and we schedule a time to see her, and they're starting out the lesson, 5 o'clock on Saturday. About 5.10, I text Deidre, hey, I'm leaving work. I was got wasn't paying attention or whatever. Um, and I'll pick up some dinner on the way home. How's Libby doing? She's like, she's doing great. This girl's really encouraging her. It's boosting her self-confidence. And I was like, great. That's awesome. And I walk out the front door and lock it, and my phone rings, and it's Deidre. And I'm like, oh, she probably just wanted to talk about what to get for supper or something. Mm-hmm. And I answer it, hey, what's up? And she says, uh, Libby has hurt her wrist. We are going to the emergency room. Meet us there. And oh, you can hear no. Libby screaming in the backfield <laughs> background which apparently a bunch of the football players were out working out on the field too and uh Libby shut them all down when she started screaming <laughs> and crying everything stopped <laughs> so anyways we go to the emergency room they dope her up then they decide we have to go to the children's hospital in Birmingham go finally get her arm reset she broke both arm both bones in her wrist mm-hmm and a cast on it and all that. We don't get home till 4 a.m. on Friday morning, which I had been up since 4.30 the day before. So I slept and then got up and went into work 
a couple hours late. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah. And worked. And yeah. So now Libby is milking her broken arm for everything. <laughs> like, she, well, the funny thing was, is the, I, one of our friends, Deidre's doctor that she works with was like, Hey, I'll, I'll bring y'all supper tonight. Talking about on Friday night. And he's like, Don't worry about it. We'll pick you up some supper. You know, just let me know what y'all want. And so Libby texted him and was like, I'll take Chick fil A, but mom's arms aren't broke. She can cook. (laughs) 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 But like today, we got to church and she was like, I had to open the door for her to get out of the car. Mm -hmm. And I was like, You have one good arm. You could do this. (laughs) You know, like there's no reason for me to be doing this. So she's milking it all to death. So. Which is fine, I guess. Yeah. But during, <laughs> I let me just go ahead and embarrass my daughter even more. <laughs> While we're in the emergency room, Deidre's, when they tell us y'all are going to go to children's, which the emergency room doctor literally told me, hey, man, I've, I've had one of these before. I tried to set it. It didn't really work. They had to go to children's anyways. So why don't we just take me out of the equation <laughs> and I, y'all just head on to children's And you weren't like, well, you don't even want to try. Yeah, I was like, man, come on. <laughs> Sounds old- like you need some practice. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's a he's a Tuscaloosa ER doctor. I'm sure he's used to dealing with uh, gunshot wounds and right. stabs, stabbings <laughs> yeah. more than anything else. Overdoses. Sure, overdoses. Deidre <laughs> <laughs> uh, freaks out and leaves to go pack a bag because there's a possibility they were going to have to do a minor surgery, which they didn't, praise the Lord, mm-hmm. you know. And so while she's gone, uh, Libby starts her period. And oh, of course, man. we don't have any supplies or anything. And she the does one it. thing Deidre forgot to pass. <laughs> Deidre hadn't even made it back yet. So it's just dad and Libby <laughs> with a problem. And I'm like, well, and she's only one handed too. Oh. So of course, doesn't want me to help her do anything. So I had to get a nurse and the just, nurse helped her. Just be glad we're not in the ocean. But here's the thing like, I felt. Like uh, the nurse, I was like, look, I'm her dad. I can definitely do this. The only reason I'm asking you is because my daughter's uncomfortable with me. You know, I don't want you to think I'm one of those dads that's like grossed out by stuff, you know, like (laughs) I've wiped this kid's butt. I've cleaned it. She's puked into my mouth before. (laughs) Like, like, I don't have a problem with this at all. And I was very self-conscious about that. So anyways, so that was my Thursday. All right. And Libby is, I guess, not going to be a cheerleader, which is what she gets for trying to be an athlete anyways. (laughs) We don't do that kind of stuff in this family. (laughs) I don't have a daughter, but Mm -hmm. as a dad, is that, do you chalk that up as a win? Well, I think cheerleading is like super expensive. Mm -hmm. And so I was, she's never wanted to do cheerleading. Like until about two weeks ago, she's never wanted to. Right. When she was little, you know, we're like, hey, you want to cheerlead? No. And then one of her friends was like, I want to cheerlead. And then Libby's all in on it, Mm -hmm. you know. But yeah, it kind of is. But she was already talking today of maybe just taking lessons at the little cheer academy here in town. And then trying out again for eighth grade. And so I don't know that I'll get out of it. <laughs> Give her some calcium. She needs some milk. That's what I told her. I was like, <laughs> you should have been drinking milk. Like I've never, that's the first broken bone we've had in our family. Mm-hmm. We're the longs are strong boned people. 
she got those jeans from a real dad, not me. <laughs> that's, that's not me. My kids don't break bones. Uh, well, yeah. what do you got this week as far as odd news? Oh, okay, man. I got some good stories. I think they're going to be good. We got uh, a man who got in trouble shopping at Walmart, uh, if you could call it shopping. Uh, a lady who got a little upset with a roommate at the hospital and a Monopoly game that turned violent. All right. I have a story about Valve sending out a turkey fryer in lieu of a steam deck. I have a story about a golfer biting off a man's nose. But I was going to start with this one. A reckless driver in Texas turns out to be a dog behind the wheel. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Uh, This was in Kilgore, Texas. Kilgore police said that they apprehended a reckless driver after it hit two vehicles. Where do you think this happened, John? Um, Texas. Well, but yes, but this this was in a parking lot. <laughs> oh, in a parking lot, tractor supply. <laughs> Close. It's uh, a Walmart. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the driver turned out to actually be a dog. An owner of one of the cars that was hit said that he saw a suspect barreling down on him, but he couldn't get out of the way, and the person was shocked to see that the driver was a dog. KPD said the dog was behind the wheel when the crash happened. <laughs> Their investigation revealed that the dog was sitting in an unoccupied car waiting for its owner while they shopped, but apparently got a little antsy and then bounced around in the cab, which set the truck into motion. Mm. Uh, Asking the police, according to the police, the steering column had prior damage and the pooch must have placed the vehicle in drive. He was wearing a leash and that is believed to have been caught on the emergency brake and released. (laughs) It was like a perfect cascade of events that led to this dog switching this car into drive. Uh, It doesn't sound feasible, but an eyewitness saw the pooch behind the wheel just before the crash. And he certainly has a guilty look on his face. Ha 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 ha. So, well, was, did the person leave the car running? Sounds like it. Yeah. You know, like, uh, you can't leave your dog in the car anymore. You know, back when we were growing up, you just leave your dog in the car thought, when you go in the store. Okay, is it not? I thought you just cracked the windows. That's is, what I thought, is too. That not, is that not cool No, you no can't do that anymore. Okay. You got to leave it on with the air running and the radio on and all that. <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm just now recently a dog owner again. Oh, that's right. So. You know, uh, which uh, Beckham, mm-hmm. such a friendly dog. He is. There is a guy in our neighborhood who jogs with his dog. Do you know the guy I'm talking about? The dog's name is Ranger. Yeah, you hear him yell it a lot. <laughs> yes. Well, I know exactly who you're talking about. I was taking trash out the other night, and here comes Ranger. I didn't realize it was Ranger to begin with. Mm-hmm. I'm rolling my little cart out, and he comes out of nowhere. And I went back, I mean, back to like fifth grade. I squared up and got ready to fight this dog. <laughs> And I heard that old dude yell his name, and I was like, oh, okay, you're cool. You're a friendly dog. Yeah. So, yeah. He's going to end up getting that dog kicked, though. <laughs> He's running around. I will around. say, now, this, I have I have no dealings with Ranger himself, but yeah. I will say that night number one of Beckham coming to the Sullivan household, yeah. uh, I took him outside on, on the leash, and that man was running down the road, and like Ranger just like come bounding up, you know? And for whatever reason, again, Beckham, he he never growls unless he's playing. He's been friendly to every single person that's come here. He's been friendly to other dogs, but not Ranger. Uh-huh. He he started growling and barking at there him. There you go. So, Ranger back down. 
Well, he just Ranger stopped and he just stood there. And then his owner, he had to stop his jog yeah. and come over there because he Ranger had a leash on. He just wasn't yeah. holding him by the leash. I don't understand that either. And he uh he had to like come over there and like grab him by the leash and be like, come on. Now I have no problem with free range dogs. Mm-hmm. I think it's a shame where we've gotten to. I was gonna say, we, me and you grew up in an yeah. era of free range yeah, dogs. I mean, like, dogs just everywhere. <laughs> the, your, the, your dog was yours, but he was also kind of the neighborhood's yeah, dog. Right. Everybody, it know, takes a village. Exactly. <laughs> to raise a dog. But everybody, but I don't understand why he goes jogging and then lets Ranger run with a leash dragging behind him. Like, if you want him to run, just take him off the leash or whatever. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem to be an aggressive dog in any way. Right. The ranger guy. I don't know what the deal is, but he almost got kicked in the face the other night. <laughs> I was like so ready. It came out of nowhere. <laughs> I was just bebopping on. I was mad probably too because I was having to do the trash as nobody in my <laughs> house will ever do the trash. And I get home from work. It's the first thing I do every Tuesday. Yeah. And so I was probably already fired up in my head. I don't remember the circumstances, but I just remember Ranger came out of nowhere and he almost got punted <laughs> to the beyond. Well, I guess we can be glad that Ranger didn't drive a truck, drive a truck into our vehicle or something <laughs> like that. Like, I don't know his owner. Do you know his owner? No, I've, I've never spoken to him. Other than, day. I mean, he was in the, it was dark. Yeah. I just saw his, his beanie clad head. <laughs> Look, in the in the street light. He's not afraid to pop the top off and go for a jog. You know, like he'll be out there shirtless. And he's built like I am. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's like, more power to you, buddy. I mean, I'm glad he's getting in shape or whatever. But I wouldn't be comfortable doing that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to force my body onto a middle class suburban neighborhood like that. <laughs> Doesn't seem appropriate. Um all right, Walmart, where everything goes down, right? <laughs> uh, a man tries to steal from Walmart. That's not uncommon. No, I'm sure that happens literally every oh, single yeah. day at oh. probably most every Walmart. There's communists on TikTok right now encouraging people to steal from Walmart. <laughs> that's what they get. Yeah, that's for right. For being successful business. Yeah, for exploiting the workers. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, but this guy decided to do it during a, quote, shop with a cop event. <laughs> this is from St. Cloud, Florida. Authorities in Florida say a man is facing charges after he attempted to steal from a store filled with law enforcement. The Osceola County Sheriff's Office reports a suspect attempted to steal from Walmart during its annual shop with a cop event for community children. According to the sheriff's office, the event included nearly 40 deputies in attendance, along with a forensics team, community service team, and Sheriff Marcos Lopez inside the store. Authorities identified the suspect as Brad, no last name given, Hmm. and shared photos of the man in handcuffs along with the items confiscated. Uh, the sheriff's office called the attempted stealing a bad idea. <laughs> I would think so. What What was he taking there? Well, that's a weird thing. Uh, they only have his picture in this article. I mean, and he's. I'm going to show it to you. He's going to look exactly like you think he would look like. <laughs> but they only have his, his picture in cuffs outside of the local Walmart. None of the uh, items. 
<laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, we all know this guy. <laughs> He's got that $5 truck stop t-shirt. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, like a, a gold chain <clears throat> that he bought at a convenience store, mm-hmm. you know, and... Yeah, I mean, he's just, he's exactly what you would expect. A dude that could probably fix your lawnmower, but would also steal your weed eater while he did it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. You would probably see him on cops. Yeah, absolutely. Like getting called to a domestic yeah. violence uh, situation. Speaking of cops, I was talking to somebody the other day about this movie, and they had never heard of it. And I'm trying to convince myself that it is real. And it's called Run, Ronnie, Run. Have you ever seen it? Or heard of it? Uh, the only one, the closest thing I'm, my mind's going to is Ron, Ron's Gone Wrong. Okay, no. Which was a uh, a dud of a Disney film that came out last <laughs> summer. Well, here's the thing. It may be a uh, Mr. Show sketch that I've turned into a movie in my mind. <laughs> okay. But it's got David Cross as a star, and uh, he's just like this redneck dude who becomes famous because he gets on cops all the time. And it, huh. he like runs from the law. Everybody's like, run, Ronnie, run. <laughs> you know, people cheer for him. It's a funny movie. Huh. Run, Ronnie, run. Well, this is where we need the dapper man. <laughs> He's probably got it on DVD or Blu-ray. Oh, yeah, here it is. Uh, run, Ronnie, run. An American satirical comedy directed by Troy Miller. The film is a spinoff inspired by David Cross's reoccurring character, Ronnie Drobs, from the HBO sketch comedy series, Mr. Show. Okay. There you go. It's, you're exactly right. There we go. He plays the lead in multiple other roles, while Mr. Show co-creator Bob Odenkirk, uh, mm-hmm. Better Call Saul, of Better Call Saul fame, plays multiple supporting roles. The film was produced in tw- 2001 and it premiered at 2002 Sundance Film Festival before being released direct to video over 18 months later in 2003. Okay. So there you go. There we go. That's why nobody knows about it. It went straight to video. <laughs> it went straight to video. I loved the Mr. Show when I was in college, so that's probably how I got it all mixed up. So, okay. Anyways, don't steal from Walmart, especially, especially <laughs> when cops are there. Yeah. He's going to have to watch out for his Osceola now. (laughs) That was an underrated joke. That was funny. (laughs) You ever been into golf at all? Um, No, not. I mean, I enjoy the sport of golf, but I don't really play golf. Mm -hmm. I didn't grow up in a world where golf was accessible to me, you know? Yeah, I mean. (laughs) We got your story about not being allowed to be on the. On the golf team because oh yeah that's right you you are my, from my, the right my, stock my golf dreams were crushed long time ago that's right and I I don't know you I, you don't think about golfers as typically I mean I know there's a lot of a lot of times most of the anger I feel like in golf comes from someone being mad at themselves because sure. they missed a shot or, right or whatever. Yeah, but uh, this is a, in this AP story here. There's a golfer who bit off a man's nose Ooh. in an argument over game. Mike Tyson's picked up golf. <laughs> yeah, I was. Which this may be a little niche, but I was thinking of Chris Farley in that movie Dirty Work oh, that that's McDonald right. did. Yeah, that's a good movie. <laughs> yeah, uh, an argument between two men over a golf game led to one golfer to bite the nose off the other in the parking lot of a casino, police said. Mark Wells, 51, of Biloxi, initially fled the scene in a Tesla before turning himself in. Uh, Bay St. Louis Police Chief Toby Schwartz said in a news conference, 
The nose was not found as the victim was taken to the hospital. Officers responded to a complaint of an assault at the Hollywood Casino Monday night, arrived to find a victim with a disfiguring facial injury, the statement said. The investigation determined that the suspect, Mark Curtis Wells, bit the nose off of the victim. Officers were told that Wells and the victim had been arguing throughout the day over a golf game that they had played at the resort's course. Uh-huh. So they got a little mad. Somebody accused him of doing something he didn't do. You marked a three there, and you definitely hit a five. Something, yeah. Yeah. Wells was charged with felony mayhem and then booked into the Hancock County Jail where he paid the required 10% of a $50,000 bond himself and walked out within the hour. Man, that could have been us. Although, I guess he paid it himself. Yeah, right? I mean, I thought he'd build on That's the perfect case for us. <laughs> yeah. According to the Biloxi Sun-Herald, Wells faces up to seven years in prison if convicted of the felony, which, again, let me remind you, the felony the felony is uh, felony mayhem. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, which state law defines as premeditated crime committed with the intent to kill in which the suspect mutilates, disfigures, disables, or destroys someone's tongue, eye, lip, nose, limb, or other body part. That is crazy specific. Yeah, there. so that's very specific. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he if he would have bit his toe off, it would have been like, oh, well, we can't get him for felony mayhem. <laughs> that's right. That's misdemeanor mayhem there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> uh, an official at the jail wouldn't say whether Wells has a lawyer who could comment on his behalf. But, I mean, if he's paying that much bell money. Yeah, he's, he's probably, probably got him a lawyer. If he's playing golf at a resort in Biloxi, sure. he's got a lawyer. All those nice resorts in Biloxi. <laughs> yes. Those, those world-class resorts. He's got a There's Bob, some nice places in Biloxi. He's got a Bob Odenkirk, Better Call Saul guy. <laughs> yeah, sure. On, on, on yeah. retainer. I don't want to belittle Biloxi. There's, there's, there's some nice spots in Biloxi. All thanks to gambling. That's right. Thanks to gambling. <laughs> this is a bunch of sin money down there. Yeah. yeah. Dixie Mafia used to operate out of Biloxi a long time ago, too. So hmm. at least that's what I've been told. Right. I don't know for sure. I do know you shouldn't bite anybody's nose off. Do you yeah. think he tricked him like he went in like he was going to kiss him on the lips? <laughs> I think they probably just got in each other's face. Sure. And then one dude was just like, well, I'm just going to bite your nose bite your nose. To spite your face. <laughs> That's wild. Yeah. yeah. I wonder, <laughs> I guess you got to have like plastic surgery or something to get you a nose back. I mean, it says that they did, never found it. So oh, you just, <laughs> did he swallow it? <laughs> Maybe he did. <laughs> but I mean, if they can get John Bobbitt fixed up, they can fix your nose up. Well, they found his, they found his body part, though. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. But they got to be able to make a fake nose. He may have to go through the rest of life as like piggy nose. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe like looking like uh, the dude from Harry Potter. What's his name? (laughs) That doesn't have a nose. You know, it's just like two little holes there. Oh, oh, uh, yeah, Baltimore. (laughs) Yeah, right. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Hey, Voldemort, we got an eight o'clock tea time. You want to come? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so his nickname is down to plant now. Hey, Baltimore, come on, we need help over here. Oh, man. Smell those brownies. Go oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> you can't smell nothing. That's tough. It'd be tough to lose your nose. I'd rather have my ear bit off than my nose bit off. 
Uh, if you if you did have to lose one sense, yeah, which one I would probably go smell. Yeah, I think I would take smell too. Yeah, I don't want to lose any of them. No, I don't either. But if I had to, if I had to part with one, that would probably be the easiest adjustment. I think smell or touch. I think it'd be wild <laughs> if you lost your sense of touch. You're just like slamming into everything. It'd be great. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Um, definitely not sight or hearing. I like those two. Those are <laughs> those are my two favorite. I like tasting too. Tasting's okay. I could probably get away with not tasting because mm-hmm. agreed. Mean, as as a fat guy, I love to eat, but I rarely am like eating for taste. I just eat because I like to eat. You yeah, know? like feeling, seeing, and hearing. Those for me are like the the three. Yeah, the trifecta. Sure. Yeah, got to protect those at all costs. <laughs> well, that's why you got two eyes and you got two ears and you got two arms and legs. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That's true. Um, well, a 72-year-old woman was arrested after she allegedly switched off a hospital roommate's ventilator twice. Huh. You want to know why? She was trying to kill her. She was annoyed by the sound it made, said authorities in Germany. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, hey. Congratulations, mm-hmm. Kanye. You're no longer the worst person in the world. <laughs> the, I think uh, this lady takes that spot. The woman was jailed on suspicion of attempted manslaughter following the incident at a hospital. Um, police and prosecutors said in a statement that the suspect is alleged to have switched off a 79-year-old woman's ventilator after feeling disturbed by the noise coming from the oxygen device. Uh, despite being told by the staff it was vital for the patient, she switched it off again later in the evening. Oh, my gosh. But you know how it is when you're trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> like you can hear a faucet dripping or something. I'm sure she's just like, I can't take it anymore. Yeah, I would hate that, but I don't think I would, I don't know, try to kill someone. <laughs> Resort to murder. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know. You know, uh, sleep's important. You know, like, <laughs> It's very important. She was trying to give that other lady eternal sleep. That's <laughs> sure. <laughs> well, and I figured Germany would have like uh, assisted suicide anyways. And she's just like, well, the lady told me she wanted to die. I'm just helping her out. <laughs> I was helping her out, y'all. She said she wanted to die. The, la- the older patient, the one whose ventilator was turned off, had to be revived. So they had to like bring her back to life. Golly. The woman is now out of danger, but still needs intensive care, officials said in the statement. The suspect was brought before a judge on Wednesday and taken to jail. Well, if you're annoyed by the sound of the ventilator, how annoying was it to have all those emergency responders personnel like doing CPR and all that other stuff? Well, how about, uh, you know, where they're not going to be real quiet? That's jail. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> That's a good point. People be real loud in there, probably. <laughs> There's not be anything you could do about it. This lady, she might like shank her cellmate <laughs> sure. because she don't like the sound of his snoring. Yeah, don't snore on this lady. <laughs> yes. What was that? There used to be a Time Life commercial that was about, uh, it was about like a collection of Western books or stories of the authentic Western. And one of the guys that they talked about in that, uh, Shot a man in his sleep for snoring, you know, like killed yeah. him. He was like an outlaw in the uh-huh. West. That's who this lady is. <laughs> That's who this lady she's, is. She's one of his ancestors. <laughs> yeah. Well, I figure, you know, Germany, 
one less person to get natural gas and heat for and all that that they're going to be needing. <laughs> and I just go ahead and be happy about that. <laughs> oh, man. Well, John, I've got my next story here. This is going to be my last one. Valve, the, com- the video game company Valve, they sure. request a Steam Deck user return the turkey fryer that it accidentally sent them. <laughs> wow. Uh, a Steam Deck user was accidentally gifted a free turkey fryer by Valve, but now the company is asking for the cooking item back. Valve graciously asked a Steam Deck user to return a turkey fryer, which was accidentally sent to them. The kitchen gadget was recently bundled and then shipped to a customer, which was probably meant to go, which was probably meant somebody somewhere was without a turkey for Thanksgiving. In a recent update, Reddit user throwaway. One nine seven one two six five four eight seven six. Say hey. <laughs> has shown a screenshot from an email sent by Valve. The message states that the turkey fryer was sent to the Steam Deck Developers Repair Center before being sent to the wrong customer. The company is now asking if the item can be returned, presumably so it ships to its rightful owner. With Christmas just around the corner. Those who have the Valve handheld gaming PC may well be looking forward to receiving the best Steam Deck dock as a gift. However, at least one person will be thrilled that they'll finally be able to cook a turkey over the coming festive period, provided it's actually been repaired, that is. That's odd to me to think that Valve, their repair center, that do they is this something they normally do? I don't know. <laughs> like we fix Steam little decks side items and we fix and turkey, turkey fryers. fryers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe so. Maybe there is not that much technological difference between both of them. <laughs> I mean, maybe you could fry turkey with your steam deck with a few simple modifications. <laughs> Let's give it a shot. Sure. <laughs> I love turkey. Sure, I do too. <laughs> when it's cooked well, yeah, it's great. Yeah. The Redditor had initially expected to receive... Uh, just their repaired Steam Deck, but then they discovered the fryer along with the handheld. Oh, I bet that was exciting. Sure. You're not just getting one of the greatest gaming <laughs> preferials ever, but you get a turkey fryer. No, you got a turkey it. fryer. <laughs> I bet you was like, guys, I got a free. They sent me a turkey fryer too. What a great company. <laughs> After the initial confusion, Valve took ownership of the mistake and explained that it was an assumption that the two devices belonged to the same person. So they were trying to save on shipping. Sure. You know what they say about assumptions, but throw away one nine seven one two six five four eight seven six is happily sending the turkey fryer back to its owner. It was just it was clearly just an oversight on behalf of the company, and it took a three day investigation for the realization to kick in. In all, it looks as though someone will finally be getting the appliance they originally sent off for, which is something of a Christmas miracle in a way. So, well, I'm just blown away to find out that Valve, They're they just, fix your Steam Deck. I'm and, assuming they'll fix like your little VR headset that they put out the index. Yeah. And you can send them your turkey fryer. <laughs> they'll fix that too. <laughs> well... I mean, it seems like Valve would go, just keep the turkey fryer. We'll cover the cost. Thanks for the what, how many ever dollars you spent on yeah. your Steam Deck. We'll we'll take the loss on the turkey fryer. Don't worry about shipping it back to us. Mm-hmm. But maybe they want to get the word out there, stay woke, <laughs> that they repair turkey fryers, <laughs> and this is all an elaborate marketing scheme. Yeah. Uh, These I are wonder, your people, Tiny. They you know, are. They I are assume people. you're a spokesman for them. I would love to be. They uh, <laughs> hadn't contacted us yet. Yeah. But uh, I don't know why. Huh. Well, they should. They should. Yeah. Well, 
we would be great spokespeople for any <laughs> for any product. Any product. <laughs> like we're doing like summer's eves commercials, <laughs> tampacks. That would be awesome. That would be awesome. Because we would get paid. <laughs> and that's why it would be awesome. <laughs> and it would be funny. Um, what's y'all do y'all have a go to game? You know, like you and your family, if y'all gonna have a game night, or do y'all come on like a board game? Yeah, or or whatever. <clears throat> there for a while, apples to apples yeah. was a big one. Oh yeah, that's a good one in the Rogley household. Like that one. Yeah, we will always be a Uno. Okay, a, I call it Uno because it makes my kids <laughs> <laughs> mad that I say it wrong. And when it comes to cards, it's usually spades. Okay, but that's because uh, we don't have. Like I like Rook too. Rook's good, but Rook is a little. Uh, it can be kind of competitive. Yeah, it can get a little competitive on you. Well, a family monopoly game turns violent and leads to a shooting. Oh my goodness! This is from Tulsa, Oklahoma. A family game night in Tulsa turned violent and led to an assault charge, according to the Tulsa PD. Officers responded to a call of shots fired at a home on Saturday evening. Police said a family was playing Monopoly when a fight broke out between John Armstrong and his stepfather. No, I want to be the battleship. Sure. <laughs> After knocking over the Monopoly board and turning over furniture, another family member told Armstrong and his stepfather to take the fight outside. But you always want. <laughs> Got to take it, take it outside. Take us outside. You ruined our Monopoly sure. board. Yeah, do you not ruin it? You already turned my couch over too. You're that was not, our like seventy fifth anniversary yeah. board. Sure, you just ruined it. Yes, that's the <laughs> we were playing the Bam Monopoly, <laughs> or <laughs> they were playing like a Sooner. Sure, Sooner yeah, Monopoly. Right there, <laughs> I got this when we went to watch them play Texas. <laughs> Get out of yard. Fight it out. I bought it from a vendor on the side of the road right outside the stadium. That's right. <laughs> it's officially licensed. <laughs> it's got the little hologram That's on the right. box. You know it's authentic. <laughs> they said Barry Switzer put it in the box. Um, what would the railroads be called on that one? <laughs> I don't know enough about Oklahoma. Uh, their colors are crimson and cream, which <laughs> yeah. I always think is kind of funny. Yeah. Just because I'm juvenile and cream's. <laughs> kind of funny. Um, and I don't know. They have a wagon. Mm -hmm. That would probably, whatever they call their wagon. I guess the Sooner, right? The Sooner Schooner. That's what they and call it. There we it. go. And yeah. that, I, that's probably a game piece. Oh, yeah. That may have been what they were fighting over. Sure. That's, you're probably <laughs> right. Like a Baker Mayfield cleats. <laughs> yeah. uh, I don't want to be the puppy dog. I hate the puppy dog. <laughs> you're not my real dad. <laughs> I want to be Bosworth. <laughs> I want to play as Bosworth's mullet. <laughs> okay. Back to the article. <laughs> um, the two went outside where Armstrong pulled out a pistol and chased his stepfather and stepsister down the street at gunpoint, police said. That'll show you. And then he admitted to firing one round. The stepsister called 911 and said Armstrong chased him down the street with a gun and fired a shot at her and her father. 
When the officers arrived, they arrested Armstrong. They also found Monopoly money and game pieces scattered around the living room. (laughs) (laughs) He's charged with assault with a deadly weapon. Uh, Armstrong won't be able to use the the get-out-of-the-jail-free card for this one, police wrote in Facebook. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) I was just fixing to say, police immediately released him, though, because he still had his get-out-of-jail-free card. Well, you got us there, Mr. Armstrong. Um, I hear a lot about fights about Monopoly. Uh-huh. but I, We played it in my family. We never fight. You know, I don't know if I've ever finished a game of Monopoly. Thomas and I had one that went on for like two weeks one time. And, and y'all finally just... And we were fine. So like, we're done. Because it was just one-on-one <laughs> yeah. back when he was probably like eight or ten years old. And... Yeah, we were just, we both had like every hotel we could buy and all that. And we were just trading money. You and you're know, like, like, Thomas, this is what real business is yeah, like. Right. <laughs> yeah, we finally gave up, but we would take a picture with my phone at the, when we got up every night. Mm-hmm. You know, like the cat would get up there and move stuff around <laughs> right. and all that. Yeah, that's how we did it. Huh. And yeah, but I don't know that I've ever finished a game either. We played, when I was little, we used to play, like, my cousins and stuff. Instead of buying all the properties, we would just shuffle them and hand them out. That mm-hmm. would make it go a lot quicker. Oh, that makes yeah. sense, yeah. But then you end up with, like, I got two railroads, you got two railroads, and all that. And then you could try to work trades and everything else. It's pretty fun. Well, you know, it's not as fun as world-famous Cajun Curl Buy You Blended Spice. Did you listen to that song I sent you that said we need to put it underneath <laughs> this music? I didn't. I didn't okay. yet. I'm sorry. I got it when I was really busy. All right. Just check it out. I thought it was a video. I didn't know well, it was a Well, it's song. just a YouTube song. I got gotcha. you. I didn't know if you had Spotify or whatever I did for have me Spotify. to send the link. Okay. Okay. But yeah. That's uh, Horace. Uh, what's his name? Anyways, it's called the butt thing. <laughs> it's a great song. It'll make you laugh. All right. It'll make you dance too. <laughs> but that's got uh, very little to do. Although Horace uh, Treha, is that his name? Tro- Treha? I'm not familiar. He loves Cajun Curl. He was telling me about it when he sent me a song to listen to <laughs> about how much he loved Cajun Curl Bayou Bunda Spice. Check them out on their website, CajunCurl.com, where you can order the spice right there. It was created on the Elm Bayou in Evangeline Parish, Louisiana, and it's a seasoning that goes on everything. If you like cooking or eating, this is a spice for you. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice goes well with chicken, beef, pork, potatoes, and anything else you can think of putting it on. Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice on anything will change your life. On their website, CajunCurl.com, you can order the original Bayou Blended Spice, You'll also find recipes that are absolutely mind-blowing. You can locate your nearest retailer or order your own. If your local grocer doesn't carry world-famous Cajun Curl Bayou Blended Spice, ask them to start stocking it now. Here locally, it's available at Bowles Fresh Market on Skyland Boulevard, South's Finest Meats, Mark's Martin Downtown Northport, and the Piggly Wiggly on 69 South, and the Piggly Wiggly on Lurling Wallace and Northport. All of their products are made in the USA, so not only do you enjoy the taste of Cajun Curl, but you also feel patriotic while you enjoy your meal. It's all natural, low salt, has a little kick to it, but it doesn't burn your lips. 
World famous Cajun Curl by you under spice. Taste the spice, but not the heat. Check them out at CajunCurl.com and use our promo code EOP10 to get a 10% discount. Because we ask that you use the spice, but we don't ask you to pay full price. That's right. <clears throat> All right. We don't have any voicemails. No. We don't have any emails this week, but we do have some questions, but not for John. Oh, that's right. It's We're Tara's asking turn. my bride, Tara questions and i'll edit that in right here you're <laughs> <laughs> not gonna say it yet okay hello everybody it's me tiny coming at you again live with my lovely wife tara say hello hey everybody they have heard about you but none of them have ever been formally introduced is there anything you would like to graduate from union university with a bachelor's in education yep so Teacher. I married an educated woman. Oh, good grief. Edumacated. And this week, by popular demand, the audience has spoken, and they wanted to hear from mine and John's wife. Deidre answered questions, not last show, but show before. And this week, it's all about you. So, are you excited? Um, Yeah, I guess. Are but you? I'm afraid they're going to be disappointed. <laughs> are you I'm nervous? I'm not funny like y'all. Uh, Yeah. All right. Well, you shouldn't be. Our audience is, uh, I mean, they listen to us, so they're pretty forgiving. <laughs> Our first question comes from Phil Zoot Suit, and I'm not sure why he's asking you this specifically, but he asked, why do so many people like puns? I don't know. That's a good question. I, I guess maybe just they think they're funny. Yeah, I think I, they're funny. I like my dad. Yeah, was you a huge, definitely think they're funny. My dad was a huge fan of puns, so I can't speak for everyone, but I just I don't know. It's wordplay. Yeah. So next question comes from Nicole. She says, "Does it bother you that Tiny hates your son's name?" And I would like to point out to Nicole that this is our son, the one that I have been there since day zero, <laughs> and I don't hate it. It's just not my favorite name. Well, um, it might bother me a little bit, but not enough to have gone with his pick. <laughs> I picked his name out from the Bible for its meaning. So, Which means? And the character. God has healed? Jehovah has healed, yeah. Okay, Jehovah has healed. All right. I, I, you know, I would also just like to point out that when our second child was born, they were sewing you up in the delivery room. And I was standing there with little bitty baby Josiah and the nurse is filling out his birth certificate and she asked me what his name is. And I could have said anything I wanted to, well, but I put my wife's feelings ahead of my own and I said, Josiah Allen Sullivan. Which I appreciate because you <laughs> probably knew what would have happened if you had not. <laughs> I absolutely did know what would have happened. So some things aren't worth... Uh, we're fighting about. Next question comes from Shaman of Odd. That is John's screen name in the Discord server. He says, do you ever wonder why the Lord blessed you with a hardworking, unselfish, intelligent, caring, godly man who spends his free time building a fire pit instead of drinking, gambling, and or doping? <laughs> <laughs> Let me just say, I'm very thankful that God blessed me with Sorry, I'm wrestling the five-year-old that we were discussing a minute ago. Yes. <laughs> to keep him from flicking the microphone. The deal okay, was don't the deal was he could stay if he would be quiet, but I should have known better. 
and that he could be quiet. No, he's quiet. He relatively. is. He's just not still. <laughs> anyway, I am very blessed. Yes, he does work really hard, and I appreciate that greatly. And he is a very loving and caring, and he spends time with our kids, which I greatly appreciate. And he is building a fire pit, but that was his choice, by the way, John. It was. <laughs> I was not the one who asked him to build a pocket. It was my choice. <laughs> but yes, I'm very blessed. I would also just like to point out, I know these, this is questions for you, but I'm also very uh, thankful to be married to Tara. She is an excellent <laughs> wife and mother to my children. Oh, thank The you. one named Josiah that I wasn't totally down with, but we named him that anyway. Next question comes from Shaman Avad again. Was Tiny setting himself on fire the greatest birthday gift ever? Or was it the greatest birthday gift in the history of the world? Neither. Neither, <laughs> neither. <laughs> it was a terrible birthday present. I was, let me just point out, I was almost eight months pregnant at the time. So, little old eight months pregnant with the almost nine pound baby had to take care of him after the fact when the nerves came back in his leg that he caught on fire, <laughs> which was not exactly fun. Man, I turned myself into a human candle for you. <laughs> you did not do that for me. You did that because you were not using your brain. Well, you know, never let a crisis go to waste. <laughs> Our next question comes from the driver. How did you and Tiny first meet? What was your parents' first reaction to meeting him? Oh, boy. That is one heck of a story. Uh, so his dad and my mom met when his mom was a hospice nurse and my dad's a pastor. So they met at a patient's home i believe or it may it may have been at hospice it was probably at the hospice mm -hmm. and um it was he doing a visit i imagine yeah he was okay. he was visiting with the family josiah and they decided that their children who were both single at the time needed to meet so guess who showed up at church the next sunday <laughs> <laughs> yep that would be tiny and so, yeah, I don't think my dad and mom ever had anything negative, have ever had anything negative, like, to say about when they first met you. Well, that's good. You were very mannerly. You did have longer hair than me. I will time. say I had long hair when we first met. It was longer than mine yeah. when we first met. <laughs> I showed up in my boots and my long hair and my West Coast Choppers t-shirt. No, you had a suit on that Sunday. Well, yeah, I was trying to make a good first impression. So, Were you happy or... Or when you showed up at church. Sad or ambivalent. I was a little, I was shocked that you actually showed up. And uh, I was a little miffed at my dad that he was trying to set me up with someone he had never met before. <laughs> uh, next question. What is your favorite Hallmark movie? Oh, boy. You asked me that now. I lost the name of it. Sorry. All of my heart. No, that's not it. I'll have to look it up. It's Lacey Chabert. Okay. Is that the one where like a uh, like this middle aged white girl meets a middle aged white boy and okay, they fall stop. in love? No, she inherits a house, and, <laughs> okay. but he Josiah, inherits no. half the house too, so they have to share the house, and then they end up falling in love. Wait, they both inherit half of a house, yeah, but they're not brother and sister. No, it's because it's like it goes way back to like their great great grandparents, and then uh, like one of them was the caretaker at the house, and they couldn't find any other relatives for anybody. It's, it's a crazy story. But, but they fall in love? They fall in love. Man, I didn't see that one coming. Okay, stop. <laughs> the, in, the house is like falling down. They end up turning it into a bed and breakfast. 
Next question, Shelman Avad, are you planning on challenging Deidre's claim to the title of Queen of Bell Mead? No, I'm not going to challenge Deidre on that one because she would win. Next question, who would win in a fist fight, Deidre or Tara? <laughs> I'm not fist fighting her. <laughs> She'd probably beat me up, <laughs> even though I'm way taller than her. I think Deidre would win, but it would be because Tara didn't fight back. If if <laughs> if it was like life and death and her kids were in danger and Tara truly did unleash the beast, it would be some it would be a sight to be seen. <laughs> That's my opinion. Next question comes from Jane. What is one thing you love about Tiny? Just one, huh? Oh, <laughs> uh, that he spends time with our family, like and engages with our kids okay that's nice i mean there's a lot of things but Mm -hmm. if i had to pick one the fact that he engages with our children is well i love our children so that's easy to do i love them too Uh, i'm with them though more even more than you are really yeah just because i work just because you work outside the home and i homeschool and i'm with Mm -hmm. them all the time how did you react when tiny said he wanted to start a podcast (laughs) Well, I was not thrilled because I knew it would take time away from our family. But let me point out, I am the one who recommended that he ask John Long. I was just fixing to say you asking uh, you telling me I should I should ask John Long if he wanted to do it. That was you. That was me. So that was my bad. Like if I really didn't (laughs) want you to do it because he's funny. Next question. What is a funny story from your teenage years? Oh, boy. I was not the typical preacher's daughter. I didn't get in trouble. I didn't do. She was how preacher's daughters are supposed to behave. (laughs) I never drank. I never partied. I never did anything that I wasn't supposed to. I always followed the rules. I was a rule follower. So I don't have a lot of funny stories just because (laughs) I didn't do anything like (laughs) to get myself in trouble. I could probably tell you something from Tiny's. (laughs) (laughs) So did y- did y'all ever play Chubby Bunny? That's probably the funny story from your teenage years. <laughs> I was in youth group and we were playing Chubby oh, Bunny. <laughs> I do have one. I do have one. This will show y'all how sheltered I was. I was about 15. I might have been 14. And I was on a youth trip and we were delirious. It was like 3 a.m. in the morning and we were still awake and we were hopped up on sugar. And I started rhyming and I started rhyming with duck And y'all know probably what came after that. So I had no clue at the time at age 14 or 15 that that this was a bad word. word. And so all the other girls are looking at me going, and I was like, what? (laughs) So they had to explain to me that I had just said a really, really dirty word. (laughs) You probably didn't know what what the word meant either. No, they had to explain that too. (laughs) What is your go-to for a pitch-in meal? I think I know what it is, but I'm curious to see if you say the same thing. Uh, well, I'm one who typically would do a dessert if I got the option. But I'm also the type that whatever somebody asks me to bring, if they ask me to bring something, I'll bring whatever they ask. I was going to say either pigs in a blanket or sometimes that uh, Butterfinger cake. Oh, yeah. The Butterfinger cake. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. When I said dessert, that's what I was thinking. But I, I do make it with Reese's sometimes. What is your favorite card game? Probably either Uno or Phase 10. Okay. I was going to guess Spades, but I didn't even. We played Rook a lot in my family, so I wasn't as 
versed in spades as I was in Rook, but it's okay. been a long time since we played it. So, what's your favorite board game? Well, I play a lot of kids' board games. <laughs> so, <laughs> currently, I've played a lot of Monopoly Junior with our five year old. I was going to so, say probably Monopoly Junior. <laughs> but if if I was talking like adult board games, Curses is really fun. Yeah, Curses is fun. We've also played Life before, which I know that's not an adult board game, but adults yeah. play it too. So yeah, and I've played Life recently because he's finally gotten to the age where mm-hmm. he can kind of understand it. Uh, next question: What would you love to have for you for Christmas? And I'm curious also. Oh boy, I'm the type I don't think about. I don't think about what I want because typically I'm not spending money on myself. If I spend money, it's usually on like stuff for the house or for the kids. So I try not to think about what I want. I know that sounds crazy, but I don't. So really what I really want right now is a new mattress because ours is terrible. We've had it. We've been married for 15 and a half years now and we've had it almost the entire time. So, yeah, we need a new mattress really bad. Good catch. <laughs> Thanks. Josiah, leave the court alone, please. Next question. Do you think you know what Tiny wants for Christmas? Uh, I asked him and he didn't answer me really. But my plan was to get him clothes because he needs some new pants. Well, my answer is the same thing as last year and the year before that and every year for my birthday and for Father's Day. Well, I figured that, so. I just want more of Tara. Okay. Next question, please. Uh, do you know the proper way to dispose of used motor oil? <laughs> just... Top of your head, how do you get rid of motor oil? What do you do? Don't you like put it in an old container? But I don't know what you do with it after that. What do you do when you put after you put it in the container? I don't know. I know you're not supposed to put it in like the trash and you're not supposed to put it in like pour it on the ground and you're not supposed to like I don't know. This was a big uh kerfuffle on the show because I thought it was fine just Putting it in the trash. No. Apparently, I got a lot of heat for saying that. I could have told you that if you'd asked. <laughs> now you tell me. <laughs> you didn't ask. Well, what do you do? Okay, like. I don't know what you do. It goes in a bottle and then you just stick it in your garage. I guess. I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> I just know you're not supposed to put it in the trash. All right. And then last question. Does it bother you how much Tiny plays with his deck? <laughs> it depends on the day. Some days when I just want to be left alone, then I'm fine with it. Was that most days? <laughs> no. <laughs> but some days when I need him to do something and he spends the entire day playing video games on his Steam Deck, it gets a little annoying. Have I ever spent an entire day playing on my Steam Deck? A couple deck? of times you have. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Because that sounds like because a dream between, come true. Between but I playing can't think the games that you play and then playing Fortnite with Eli oh, okay. there, on your Steam Deck, there and you then go. you play games with Josiah on your Steam Deck. Yes, it was an entire day a few times. Okay, well, I was about to say I've spent I've spent a lot of time on the Steam Deck, not just me, but playing with the boys too. Okay, so. well, that counts though. I, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> okay, bud. Come by. Bye. You know, I've asked if you wanted to play with my deck. And I said, nope, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I would love it if you would play with my deck. Okay, but, stop that. Okay, that'll, that, I guess that'll do it for questions. See, that wasn't so bad. No. Do you have anything, any final thoughts, any parting wisdom? No, just y'all are um, 
Y'all are saints for sticking with them. <laughs> and listening to them Are every you curious week. why they still listen? Some days, yeah. I wonder. It's Sometimes funny I wonder. because John, he told me that when we first started doing this, he thought we would do this for, I don't know, a few months, maybe a year. And here we are, year number five. I didn't think y'all would make it a year. And here we are. And here we are. All right. Well, I guess that'll do it. Thank you, everybody, for submitting your questions. <laughs> Thanks, Tara. (laughs) That was great. You were better than Deidre. (laughs) You were way better. Yeah. Yes. Did you read the email I sent to our... uh... Yes. Okay. (laughs) Oh, that was kind of funny. That was about five minutes worth of work. Nice. Yeah. There you go. As this show draws to a close, we need to thank our patrons. Thank you so much for your support. And we would like to mention by name those who donate at the 10 or above tier. Those fine individuals are Mr. Daniel Hedrick, Mr. James White, Ms. Angela Pinto, Ms. Sherry Heron, Mr. Chris Payne, Mr. Derek Reeves, Mr. Hank Hernandez, Ms. Jane Updegraff, Ms. Jacqueline B., Mr. Josh Dodd, Mr. Shane White, Ms. Sharon Craig, Shiny Disco Balls, The Driver, Mr. Todd Glover, Mr. Tyler Bond, and Mr. Mike Wilcox, a.k.a. McWheel. Seriously, guys, thank y'all so much. If you would like to become a patron, you can head on over to patreon.com slash earthoddity. We have a few different tiers, but the $5 tier gets you everything and it gets you the extended show. That's like a whole extra show after this one. And you get it for $5. So come on now. I mean, we're close so close. So close. To, uh, people are joining every day to our goal <laughs> where we can get video. We just need a few more people to sign up. You could be the one that puts us over the hump. Yep. All you got to do is sign up. We're still waiting. Just a few more. <laughs> That's all we need. That's patreon.com slash earth oddity. Extend your oddity. And speaking of extensions, what do we got coming up? What do we have coming up in the extension today? Man. Tiny. Been sniffing glue. <laughs> Something. <I've> been, <laughs> something's wrong. Uh, we're going to talk about Buddhism. Oh, nice. Yeah. Let's get, let's get spiritual, guys. I have a story about the metaverse. Okay. So. It's pretty much the same thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. You got anything else? No, that's it. Just join the Patreon, nerds. Come on. What are y'all doing? We have so much fun in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So come on. You don't even know what you're missing out on. You have been listening to Earth Oddity Podcast, and we thank you so much for listening to us no matter where you get us. Whether it's Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Stitcher, we're on them all. If you would like to write into the show, and why wouldn't you? It is earthoddity at planetmail.net. If you would like to tweet at us, we are at underscore earthoddity on Twitter. You can check out our show art. That is underscore earthoddity on Instagram. We have a Discord server. Link in the show notes. And we also have a phone number that you can call or text. What's that phone number? Uh, 662-493-2059. That's 662-493-2059. We hope everybody out there has an excellent week. Earth Oddity for the Fringe Radio Network signing off. Love y'all. Bye. This has been a very odd production. Thanks for listening.
Welcome, patrons, to your patron extension. Once again, it's me and, and John sitting here in a room. Surprise. <laughs> Talking about uh, life and tw- did you see the Twitter files? I saw it, but the guy.